so Whoa, 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 whoa uh, Clear out the room, I'm coming through They wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it I'm today's trying to tap it What's going on? It's your boy Dolo J and welcome to the Kicking the Dolo podcast, a sports podcast where we talk about football and basketball, past, present, and future, top five, top ten, stats, and more. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So, all right, you know, last episode, basically, I gave y'all my top five point guard, I mean, not point guards, but top five running backs, you know, that I had in the NFL, and I'm, I decided, you know, go back to the NFL. I'm going to go ahead and do the shooting guards and stuff soon, you know, for the NBA given that, you know, the finals has just recently concluded. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors and, you know, also Steph Curry winning that finals MVP. You know, we're going to talk about also, we also going to, you know, do an episode, you know, breaking down the last, last couple games of it and, you know, Steph Curry's performances, also Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum's performances as well. And, you know, both teams just in general. But we're going to go back to this NFL episode right here now. I was going to, this is, you know, I was going to do top five receivers. But then it's just like it got hard to pick just five. And it was so I decided to go, you know, with 10 receivers. And it was really hard to pick 10 receivers because it's just so many great receivers. I think that might be receiver might be the deepest, the deepest position in the league right now. Like as far as like talent wise and you know, as far as star power, I really think the right receiver position basically is like the top position in the league right now is very, it's a whole bunch of notable, <clears throat> excuse me, whole bunch of notable, you know, rod receivers and, you know, quarterbacks are, you know, starting to become well-known as well, but a lot of quarterbacks are in household names. And a lot of these receivers, you could basically say, in my opinion, are already household names. So I'm going to go ahead, you know, and give an honorable mention to Terry McLaurin of the um, Washington Commanders. Um, last season he had 77 receptions for 1,000, you know, 53 yards and five touchdowns. Great receiver. I originally had him in the top 10, but once I started, you know, I went through a list of everybody basically, you know, and what type of season they had. Now I try not to rely on stats solely, you know, um, I also, you know, I took the 10 best receivers that I, you know, that I saw and, you know, that I have a. I want to say a, a good game count on basically, you know, cover receivers that, you know, I'm kind of familiar with basically and stuff like that. Went back and watched highlights of some, of some, you know, some of these players, but yeah, man, Terry McLaurin, he definitely is, you know, borderline top 10, you know, hopefully, you know, Washington could put some more um, talent around him. I know they got Carson Wentz as the quarterback now, you know, Chase Young should be coming back on the defensive side. So, it's very interesting to see, you know, Philadelphia's also gotten, you know, better. Um, getting AJ Brown, you know, and they got Devontae Smith, you know, in the draft last last year. Also, you know, um, the Cowboys, you know, they usually win the division, so it's, it's interesting to see what they do. Being that, you know, CD Lamb is now the number one receiver, and Amari Cooper is now on the Cleveland Browns. But yeah, so number ten, I got Hunter Renfro, basically the Las Vegas Raiders. 103 receptions, 1,038 yards, and nine touchdowns. Now, Hunter Renfro, I originally forgot. Like I said, I had Terry Terry McLaurin. Um, I had him at number 10. And, but then I looked, and I went back, and I watched Hunter Renfro highlights. And he's like – he reminds me of Cooper Cup a lot. Like, basically, like, he might not be the fastest guy or, you know, but he just – you know, he runs his route disciplinedly, and, you know, he gets open. So at number nine, I got Keenan Allen of the, you know, 
Los Angeles Chargers, 106 receptions, 1,138 yards, and six touchdowns. Now, Keenan Allen, him and Mike Williams, man, I feel like it's a great Tatum, basically, you know, for um, Justin Herbert. I'm a big Oregon fan, by the way. That's my favorite college. I've never been there, never attended anything, but that's just like – I was a big fan of Nike, so you know I always grab. I just gravitated towards you know just like an Oregon and all sports, basically basketball, football, whatever the case may be. So you know to see that, you know, and they also have you know Austin Eckler at the running back position, and you know these guys are really you know both of their defense adding Khalil Mack and also J C Jackson, you know to go with Derwin James basically, and I think it was Joey Bosa. I think it's Joey Bosa if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Joey Bosa. So, you know, the Chargers, they were borderline like a playoff team. Like, they could have won, but they also still had a good season. I think they still end up winning, what, 10 games? I think they still end up winning double-digit games last season. And, you know, Keenan Allen and, you know, and Mike Williams were a very big part of that. Along ago with, you know, their young quarterback, you know, I think, what, Justin Herbert is going into his third season now, if I believe. So it's really going to be interesting to see what type of season that he has, you know, next season. So at number eight, and I got him at number eight, but, you know, you could rank him a lot higher. But I got Justin Jefferson, man, basically the Minnesota Vikings, 108 receptions, 1,616 yards, and two touchdowns. Man, is definitely a beast. Um, I think it was his second season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we already know he won Offensive Rookie of the Year the previous season. You know, man, it's just a beast. And, you know, also, you know, having Adam Thielen, you know, if Adam Thielen can just, you know, stay out of basically like – stay away from being injured and, you know, Kirk Cousins can do do his thing and Davin Cook and they still have a good defense. I still think they have Kendricks and um, Smith, Harrison Smith, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they do have some other pieces. But, you know, Minnesota's always been like a, a borderline middle-of-the-pack team. It's just can they take that step? And they do definitely do have, you know, a young, a young stud at receiver that can, you know, help them take that step now do i think kirk cousins can get him there i mean i'm not really sure i don't really know from my understanding you know kirk cousins has been you know basically kirk cousins like eight and eight you know basically about round 500 he might lead you to a super bowl i mean not super bowl but he might lead you to a, a playoff victory here and there wild card win basically but um he's never really been seen as a quarterback that can actually take your team to the super bowl so Mm -hmm. So at number seven, I got Debo Samuel, basically of the San Francisco 49ers, 77 receptions for 1,405 yards and six touchdowns. Now, the interesting thing for me about Debo is the fact that, you know, the amount of yards he had, 1,400 yards, and, you know, he spent, you know, I would say what, maybe a fourth of his snaps, maybe at like running back. So just imagine if he just had a chance to line up at full receiver now. There is a thing going on basically where he says he doesn't want to be a wide back anymore. You know, he basically wants to be a full receiver, you know, given that you already take punishment being a receiver. And, you know, the shelf life for running backs are what, usually what, three to five years at the most? That's, I think, about on average, given to the given to the fact that they do take a pound in. And I think it was something I read somewhere where basically it was like they get hit the hardest. It could I could have heard it on Skip the Shannon. It's a possibility, but – you know, I can understand that, you know, basically trying to prolong his career. And, you know, it's already hard enough, basically, you know, when you do, like, drag routes and slant routes over the middle, you know, taking that punishment, be it from a linebacker, corner, safety, 
any type of defensive back or, you know, sometimes the lineman might drop back in the coverage, be, you know, if they're versatile, like maybe like a TJ Ward or something, and just taking that type of punishment, basically. I can understand why you you would not want to do that, even though you do have the skill set for that and you are a good runner with the football. They just want to get the ball in your hands. And, you know, as a great player, you do want the ball in your hands, but at the same time, he wants to – he's thinking about the longevity of his career as well, you know, and that's pretty cool to see. But he's definitely, definitely – I think if he would have wide up at receiver, like, all season, I think he would have been a lot higher. I think his yards and his receptions would have been a lot higher. And, you know, he still had 14 yards given the fact that he played with, what, two different quarterbacks this season, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and, then you know, also Trey Lance – and then Trey Lance, I think he ended, ended up injuring his finger or something like that. And then Jimmy Garoppolo came back. So just to see that, you know, and still for him to put up the type of season that he put up, you know, being very instrumental and, in, you know, the, the success of the 49ers, him along with George Kittle and, you know, also the running game that they have. They still have a pretty good defense as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do now. I do think Trey Lance might end up eventually taking over the starting position from Jimmy Garoppolo, but at the same time, Jimmy has won most of his games. So I would, in my opinion, I'm not an NFL executive. I don't have the best, you know, football knowledge, but I would keep Jimmy on the roster. Now I would have to look into his contract and see how much he's getting paid, but but he is at the same time good enough to be an NFL starting quarterback for sure. He probably doesn't want to be a backup, but at the same time, the type of situation that you're in right now, you know, Trey Lance is still young and you still have to get them the ability to make mistakes and grow. And I can understand also having Jimmy on the, on the bench, you know, basically a, a veteran who's already taken you to a Super Bowl, you know, you kind of like kind of might mess with him because he might feel like as soon as he mess up or, you know, make one bad play or something or one bad decision. And then next, you know, Jimmy's right back in the game. So that might mess up his head space and stuff like that. But it's going to be real interesting to see what the 49ers do. So at number six, this is my favorite receiver, you know, because he's just basically a, a part of my favorite team. But I got Stephon Diggs as my number six receiver in the NFL. 103 receptions for 1,222 yards, 10 touchdowns. Now, we already know that Stephon Diggs, you know, basically, you know, he was a good receiver in college at the University of Maryland, also was a kick return specialist, and also was one when he came in the league. But – I think it was the Minneapolis miracle, basically, you know, basically, in my opinion, what brought my attention to Stephon Diggs. And then, you know, also, I think it was, I don't think he really was agreeing with Minnesota the year after that, if I'm not mistaken, basically. And then, you know, ended up being traded to the Buffalo Bills, which is my favorite team. And, you know, so, and then we embracing them. And, you know, also he's, you know, helped lead Josh Allen to success along with Cole and Dawson Knox and, you know, a little bit of Isaiah McKenzie and also our defense, you know, being pretty good. I'm not going to say the best defense in the league, but, you know, our defense being pretty good. You know, we we still, in my opinion, we just have to make some, adjust, make some adjustments and basically be able to, like, Pass defense, okay. I say we're we're definitely a top ten pass defense, but at the same time, we also have to make changes, whether it be personnel wise or schematically, to you know we have to be able to stop the run. Like that's what's going to hurt us in the long run, man. We got to be able to also stop the run too. So if we can find out a way to do that, and you know, because I feel like Josh Allen, he's he's on the cusp of you know really taking us to where we want to go. It's just you know. I'm not going to say our defense 
it's just we got to be able to stop the run. And, you know, if we can get a better run game as well, that will also be, you know, that will also help us out, you know, help us grind the game out and stuff like that. So fifth receiver, fifth receiver I got in the NFL today, I got Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. 81 receptions for 1,455 yards and 13 touchdowns. Now, we already know, well, most of us know, you know, the struggles that Jamar Chase had, you know, in the preseason, dropping the ball a lot. And also, but, you know, turning that around in the regular season and also him along with his college teammate, Joe Burgo, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, you know, a.k.a. Joe Shiesty, you know, as some people like to call him, T. Higgins. And um, also, it was another... It was another tight end they had. He got injured. But, you know, Joe Mixon and, you know, Giannotti, Giannotti Bernard, you know. And, you know, the defense could get better. You know, they still have Jesse Bates and a couple other pieces and stuff like that. But it was really cool to see, you know, what type of season he had. I believe he had the best, you know, rookie season of, rookie season of any right receiver, you know. So it's really cool to see. And, you know, if the Cincinnati Bengals can just, you know, bolster their offensive line and probably get, like, one or two more one or two more receivers and, you know, just bolster up their defense a little bit, I think they could, you know, ultimately get back to the Super Bowl. They can ultimately get back to the Super Bowl. So, number four, I got Mike Evans, man, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, 74 receptions, 1,500, 1,053 yards, excuse me, and 14 touchdowns. So, we already know Mike Evans – you know, he can catch the deep ball, good route runner, real red zone threat. You know, Tom Brady loves to go to him in the red zone. Given, you know, that's why he has, you know, a higher touchdown. Yeah, he has a higher touchdown rate than basically most of the list. is only like, what, two people? No, it was only one person that had more touchdowns than him, excuse me, on this list, you know. So I really try not to go by touchdowns and stuff like that. But I know Mike Evans, he also plays along with, like, Gronk, and he was playing with Antonio Brown during the season. And, you know, you also got Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette running the ball. So Tom has a little bit of targets. You know, Chris Godwin before he got injured also, you know. Tampa Bay's really got some receivers, man. They really got some receivers. So Mike Evans, you know, basically being the number one target. He's definitely top five, in my opinion, in the league for sure. So number three, we got Tyreek Hill. Recently, you know, traded to the Miami Dolphins. Last season with the Chiefs, he had 101 receptions for 1,239 yards and nine touchdowns. So basically, in my opinion, the fastest receiver in the league, Tyreek Hill, you know, is always a deep threat, you know, being with Mahomes. So now it's interesting to see with him and Jalen Waddle and Mike Gronetsky and um. And Mostert, you know, along with Tua, it's definitely going to see, you know, going to be interesting interesting to see what the Miami Dolphins does this season. And also me being a Buffalo Bills fan, given the fact that, you know, they're also in our division. They made some changes, you know. Also, I know New England's not going to be no slouch either in the division. You know, Mac Jones coming back for his second season. I feel like Bill Belichick really wants to, you know, get the sour taste out of their mouth for losing, you know, in the wild card last season. So I de- it's definitely going to be – the AFC East is definitely going to be something I'll pay attention to as I do every season, you know, being a Buffalo Bill fan. But more importantly, I'm going to be, you know, tuning in and, you know, well, not necessarily tuning in to more Miami Dolphins games, but basically like just keeping a closer eye on them, given the fact that they do have, you know, they made some decent moves this offseason, being that they didn't trade for a whole lot of players, but, you know, retaining some players. 
you know, like Mike, like their tight end Mike and, you know, and Tyreek Hill and seeing what Tua does, can Tua take that next step and also them getting a new head coach. It's going to be real interesting to see what they do, man. So second receiver on the list, man, you can make an argument that he's the number one receiver in football, but I got Devontae Adams, man. You know, recently traded to – well, recently signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Last year with the Packers, he had 123 receptions for 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns. A lot of people believe, you know, that it's an argument between him and Yard know who I got at number one, basically, of being a top receiver in the league. I mean, I, I do have Devontae at two, but I can under, also understand the case for him being, you know, considered the top receiver in the league granted what he's done for Aaron Rodgers over the past couple seasons basically and how consistent that he's been basically over these last couple seasons I can really really see somebody you know advocating and basically saying you know that he's the top receiver in the league and it's really hard for me like it's really hard for me and it might be a little I'm not even gonna lie it might be a little recency bias on my part it might be but um, I'm going to go back and watch. I'm going to go back. I did watch him, and, you know, I got Cooper Cup number one, of course. But I'm going to go back and watch both of their highlights, man. And it's really just splitting hairs. It's really just what you prefer, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, man, Devontae Adams is a beast, and he's humble with it too. That's what I like. And, also, like I said, I got Cooper Cup number one last season. I think he had the best statistical season of a wide receiver ever, if I'm not mistaken, 149 receptions. 1,947 yards and six touchdowns. So he led the league in touchdowns, led the league in receptions, and led the league in yards, man. Cooper Cup, he was just that guy, man. And I really think, you know, he averaged, what, a little under a touchdown a game. So, what, they played 17 games, and, you know, Cooper Cup had, what, 16 touchdowns. That's pretty good, man, as a wide receiver, you know. Being that the fact that, you know, they still have Robert Woods and, you know, they also pick up Odell Beckham Jr. as of late. And, you know, the, also the running game was pretty decent going towards the end of the season as well. You know, it's pretty cool. But, you know, Cooper Cup just shows you basically, like, you don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the strongest. Him and Devontae Adams really both show you that. You don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the strongest. But, you know, as long as you just work and perfect your craft, you can be – at the top, if not at the top, the best, in, you know, at your position and, you know, one of the best players in the league. But I put a one on this list, but, you know, I could really like – it's really like splitting hairs in my opinion. You could really flip-flop one, two, two, one with, between him and Devontae Allen for sure, and I have no problem with it. So this has been my top ten receivers in the NFL today. I appreciate y'all listening to the Kicking It Dolo podcast. And until next time, man, take care. I saw uh, Clap the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it 